What's good, everybody? Welcome back to Ribs, which stands for Relationships yeah, in Biblical, Biblical Submission. Submission. We're your hosts, Diavion and Derek. How are y'all doing? And on this podcast, our goal is just to shine some light on godly dating. Not to say that we are perfect or to boast in our relationship, but to strictly just share our experiences to help you along y'all's relationships as well. So, babe, before we get into the content, hit us with the scripture. Uh, The scripture for today, since we're talking about love today, is coming out of 1 John chapter 4, verse 16. And it's uh, NIV, and it says, God is love. Whoever lives in love lives in god and god in them amen so the question for today y'all is do you speak my love language do you speak it (laughs) do you even know it so we came up with this episode strictly based on the beginning of our relationship um me and Derek have two separate love languages and i remember his mother saying to him oh can i say it yeah so, well, actually, number one, first of all, if you have not went back to watch the other ones, please go back and watch those. You might get some really good insight. And data and dating is very important because you get to learn about the other person's love languages. Now. Yeah. That's it? Yeah, yeah. So, oh. something that Derek's mother mentioned to us early on was people are like cars. Some cars take unleaded. Some cars take premium. Or, you know, diesels take diesel. So, You can't go around just thinking everybody takes the same gas. And that was like very uh, monumental for our relationship because I thought I'm loving Derek the way that I wanted to be loved. And he thought he was loving me the way that he wanted to be loved. But we were speaking two different languages. So the first thing we did was take the love languages quiz. And if you haven't heard of it, we will leave the link down below. And then we read the book by Gary Chapman. So we wanted to integrate... That Love Languages book, because in the Love Languages book, it talks a lot about scripture as well, right, Bay? So we wanted to integrate the two and show how Jesus displayed those five love languages. You want to go ahead and start, Bay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, number one, if so Gary Chapman is the author of this book called The Five Love Languages. Um, And in it, he's taking biblical principles and breaking them down to show um, all five of them. So number one, uh, let's, let's go over them. So. The first one we see is acts of service. Now, for somebody who I believe that's one of yours. Oh, yeah. Yeah. How would you describe acts of service? So acts of service to me is someone, well, you, um, (laughs) taking (laughs) the time to do something that was already on my list. Like for me, like washing the dishes or I love when Derek like takes my car to the car wash. Like someone doing something, taking time out of their day to make your day better basically. And one way we see that Jesus did that was washing the disciples' feet, right? Like, he was the most humble man, right? Not accused of any sin, getting on his hands and knees and washing their feet. Now, also keep in mind, in the biblical time, that this time Jesus was around, they didn't have socks and shoes like we do. So when they're traveling through the desert or these towns and cities, it's pretty much just all sandals. And your feet can get very dirty after walking around a lot. We also know that Jesus didn't have a home. So he was, he was a, what they call it, a sojourner, right? Sojourner or like a nomad. Yeah, basically. Yeah. He, was, he was wandering out around a lot. And so for him to be able to serve his disciples by getting down on his knees and washing their feet, it's, it was, you know, 
a, a strong sign of service and servitude. Um, and even now, we provide that service modern day. We have pedicures. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of people like pedicures. But think about, like, if you were uh, somebody that you were in a, a nail shop and you had to do somebody's feet. That's been walking around all day. But, uh, yeah. And now think about, like, how dirty it would be if somebody, like, who never wore, like, socks, socks yeah. comes in. And they're like, oh, yeah, can you, like, wash my feet? Mm-hmm. You'd be like, Ugh! You know, kind of nasty. Like, I need a big tip, okay? Yeah, a big tip. <laughs> <laughs> need a big tip. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So th- that's acts of service. Uh, acts of service is uh, pretty much just the way they describe it. It's, a lot of it is doing some type of act that can alleviate the stress out of the person's day. People who really like acts of service, typically they are like busybodies. Um, and just doing something for them that helps them, they love that stuff. Yeah, it just makes their day. Yeah, it makes my day. I can yeah. speak for myself. Okay, so the next one is words of affirmation. What does words of affirmation mean to you, Derek? All right, so words of affirmation, that's, that uh, used to be one of mine. It's not really mine anymore. But basically, words of affirmation people are the way it described. We need you to affirm, not, not necessarily confirm who we are. We need you to affirm, kind of boost us up, give us some confidence. Give us those compliments. Tell us that we look good. Um, things like that. Like, show us through your words that you like us, that you love us, that you enjoy being around us and mm-hmm. things like that. Yeah. Um, your words have power. You know, the Bible talks about how there's life and death in the power of the tongue. So we are looking for those lively, encouraging words. And this does not mean that we just solely depend on it. No. Remember, these are things that are kind of like boosted um, into who we are. But for somebody who is a words of affirmation person, um, they need you to tell them like like how much you value them. Um, well, it could be on their looks. It could be on their character. It could be um, what they have on right now. It could just be complimenting like, them on anything. Or like how they contribute to the household yeah. or like things like that. Yeah, and so um, we see that. Oh, also, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, uh, we also see that. So in in the Bible, right? So we're also translating all of these love languages back to Jesus, right? Because mm-hmm. we read in the scripture today that Jesus is love, God is love, and um, we know that Jesus can display all of these different love languages. And for example, you see it with Matthew eleven eleven, and it says he's talking about John. Jesus is talking about John, and he says, "Truly, I tell you, among those born of women." There has not risen anyone greater than John the Baptist. Yet whoever is least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he. So in other words, he's pretty much kind of like rightfully so exalting John into a place of like, now this guy is great. Mm-hmm. He's phenomenal. And John the Jesus Baptist, to say that a legend. Somebody, you know, yeah. like he really meant that, you know, like for Jesus to you know, exalt somebody or to speak so highly of somebody. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yep. And so what's like a modern day example of that too? Like, um, do you feel like that happens in your job, your workplace? Or like- oh, you know, like if you're on your job and someone tells you like, or, you know, like you get the employment of the employee of the month or something. Yeah. Like yep. someone acknowledges that you do your job well. And they you know? speak highly about it. Yeah. Yeah. You just feel appreciated. Exactly. One scripture to support that I wanted to bring up is Proverbs 16 and 24. And it says, kind words are like honey, sweet to the soul and healthy for the body. Yeah. 
So yeah, speak those positive words over your partner. Let them know how much they mean to you. Yeah, and and, and you'll see it too. Like the way you know somebody's always an affirmation person is if you look at them in the eye and you tell them, man, like girl, you look so good today. Like like you, your outfit is nice, right? Or you tell them like, man, I really appreciate all the things you, you do for me. Like I love the way you do this and do that, and it brightens up the day. They're always an affirmation person. Bam. For sure. Okay, the next one is quality time. Now, this is my personal favorite. Oh, yeah. Um, this is my top one. But quality time for me is just enjoying time to sit in that person's presence. Like, that's one of my favorite things to do with Derek. Like, just being around him. That's my love language. Us sitting on the couch talking, that's my love language. Just enjoying each other's presence. And one example of that is with Mary and Martha. When Jesus came in Luke 10 and 38 through 42, he came to their house to eat with them, to spend quality time talking, sharing, fellowshipping with them. It's just a sweet time to sit in each other's presence and enjoy that. Yeah, quality time people are really pretty much all about just like Javion said, they just want to be in your presence. It doesn't really matter what you're doing. It could be... Even just as simple as uh, like watching a movie on the couch, or going out to eat and just sitting down and you know having dinner with with the person, as long as you are providing them, this is the key part with quality time, undivided attention. Speak that. Undivided attention. That does not mean you're around them or like you're at dinner or you're watching a movie or something, and you're on your phone, and you're not talking to them. Like they want you to be engaged and talking to them. They want you to be just enjoying the moment with them. They don't want to feel like they're by themselves on the island and you're just around them. They mm-hmm. want to be engaged with you. That's a key part. Yeah. That is a key part. So don't just think the quality time. Because I made this mistake a few times where I thought, well, I'm like, you're around me. And we've been around each other for like the last two hours. And they're like, yeah, but I was playing video games. Right? So it's just like, like, yeah, it's not undivided attention. Yeah. And that's what they need. That's really good. Yep. Okay. And, ooh, going back to the scripture, you know, Mary and Martha, I'm trying to think, who was the one that was, like, up working and the other person was just sitting at his feet? I feel like it was Martha. Martha Martha was the one that was sitting uh, at his feet. Working, yeah. Okay. So, yeah, like, that's a really good example. She gave all of her time to Jesus, you know? Like, Martha was, like, running around and trying yeah. to cook and prepare, and yeah. Mary was just sitting at his feet, like, soaking up that time. Yeah. I think that's really sweet. Oh, that's a very good point. Yeah, yeah. that's really good. Yep, yep. Okay, our next one is physical touch. Oh, yeah, physical touch. Uh, that is my number one. Um, that is, so pe- people like that, physical touch, like myself, I know a lot of men in physical touch as well, and some men have the wrong intentions about it, but I will say for myself, I like the hugs. I like holding hands. I like the kisses and stuff like that. Like my, um, that's my love language. So if, and it doesn't even have to be like um, things of that nature. Like it could be as simple as like the avion, like touching me on my shoulder or something. Like that just warms me up on the inside. That that yeah. makes me feel good. I'm like, hey man, she loves me, <laughs> right? Like I'm like, oh man, this is so sweet. Like. Like her just putting her hand around my, my neck or something like that. I'm like, oh, man, this is sweet. Um, people like that, this one can arguably be a challenge for somebody who's not touchy. Oh, yeah. um, but it's, if you can master it and you know that's what your partner needs, 
if you know that's what your your husband, your wife, or your boyfriend, girlfriend needs, you know, physical touch, be mindful about it. This does not mean indulge in unlawful acts of lust and having sex or nothing like that. It can simply just be holding hand. Whatever you look, work out your own salvation. <laughs> that's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it doesn't have to be a lot. If if you if you can learn to master it, it, it can be very easy. Um, for example, like with Diavian, she when she started to master this, um, and, and I, she's still working on it. But she would just do little stuff, like she would walk past me and just put her hand on my on my shoulder, and I'm like, ah, that felt nice. Mm-hmm. I'm like, hey, what's going on? Hey, yeah. <laughs> uh, it doesn't take a lot, and uh, we see an example of that in scripture. We'll see um, this. How powerful a simple touch can be. For example, you can see like um, when Jesus gave uh, the woman with the issue of blood, she she touched him. And through that touch, she was healed, right? It's kind of like mm. that where all it takes is a touch for us. You, if, if I can just get a touch, it just, it everything's gone. All the darkness is gone. Mm. You know, <laughs> the light has came in. Oh, man, all I needed was a touch, <laughs> you know? Um, and we also know in a non-sexual way, um, very platonic, but just also God just being a loving Father and just a loving Lord and Savior. We see it when uh, Jesus took the children in His arms and He placed His hands on them and He blessed them. Um, Jesus just loving the children and we're all God's children, uh, not in a, a sexual way at all. But Jesus did display acts of physical touch, even when He like healed the blind man. He like He touched touched mm-hmm. people. Uh, Jesus touched people when He healed them. Yeah, and the last one is receiving gifts. So, gift. yeah, so I would say these people, you know, it doesn't have to be, I mean, it really just depends on your person, y'all. It, yeah, be careful now. It depends on the person with the gift. Yeah, and the it lifestyle does. They live. I mean, some people want a Birkin. Some people just want a piece of candy. You know, you you don't know hey. the, the the range and the, it's, it's very, it's very large, but it just depends on your person. And these people just want to receive something from you. Um. And an example of that could be Jesus with the five loaves and the two fish. He blessed them with the gift of being able to eat. And I know if there's anybody else out there like me, I like food. So that is a wonderful <laughs> gift. So, yes. So um, these people want to receive just something from you. What would you say about receiving gifts? Oh, receiving gifts, a lot, a lot of it is rooted in a memory. If you can give them something that, uh, I, I don't. I wouldn't say flowers are always the best because they tend to die, right? If you don't take care of them. But and I'm, I'm talking about the little small store bought flowers from like Kroger or something. It's different than a plant. But basically, even like something like a teddy bear or something. Uh, I would say there's two types of gifts. There's ones that fade away, and then um, and the ones that are, um, like you can like like food for example. Like that's not always going to be there. Um, but you appreciate it, and then there's the ones like the like a card or like a teddy bear, yeah. and those are ones where it's memory based. Um, when you look at it, it just reminds you of the person, and that's what you love about it. Um, the other ones, such as like food, flowers, and things like that, you appreciate those. And as you um, and in the moments where you have it, or like you eating your food, or you looking at that flower, you're like, dang man, like I really appreciate that they took time out of their day took some money out to buy me this gift yeah yeah but another key point you mentioned is the lifestyle and look if you no offense to the fellas but you know if you got a high maintenance chick you know she might want some louis v's or some gooshies or something and if she's a gift person and that's her love language you got to be uh 
willing to uh, book out that card, you know. Mm-hmm. So swipe, swipe. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's good. Like, I think the main thing about love, and we'll, we're going to make an episode about this. I think people think that love just needs to be expressed one way, but there are so many different ways that you can express love. And growing and evolving and letting your person do the same will just help all around. But learning to love your person the way that they want to be loved is the main thing that we want you to take from this episode. And key word, what she said, learning to love them the way they want to be loved. Because a lot of times, especially with us, when we first started dating, it was like, why don't you just give me compliments? I'd be so mad. I'm like, because I, I need a word of affirmation. I'm like, yo, tell me that I look good. And she just wouldn't say that, right? But that's not what she received. Um, and so it was like, I couldn't put my expectation for her to give me what I give. Yes. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So you can't, like we said, with the with the gas and, and different cars, for example, you cannot put diesel in a little Corolla. can't put diesel engine gas in a little Corolla or Camry or whatever and then expect it to go because it just doesn't run off of that. Mm-hmm. Right? They need the unleaded 85, 87, 89, <laughs> whatever it is. That's what they need. So you gotta, you, you can't put what, what you run off of in them. Yeah. You got to put what makes them tick in them. Yeah. So I know, and I think vice versa with us, like I needed words of affirmation. You needed uh, quality time, mm-hmm. right? I don't think I, I probably didn't do as well in the beginning. I was like, what? Like, because I think my biggest thing was giving you undivided attention. Yeah. Yeah. You were distracted a lot. Hmm? You were distracted a lot. Or yeah. like, like you said, like on your phone. But that's the beauty of like growing and evolving because you exactly. learn to love that person better every day. Yep. So exactly. we we hope that this was impactful for you all and that you gained something. We will leave the link to the quiz and the book in the description below. And yeah, we enjoy making these episodes for you all. Yeah, we do. Hopefully you got some good insight out of it. And uh, as always, um, we hope that you tune in on the next one, share this one. With somebody that you think it might be beneficial. And as always, remember that God is love. He's the foundation of love. And he is um, the author and the finisher um, of our faith, but also giving us love in the process. So Jesus displayed all five love languages. Mm-hmm. And if he can display all five love languages, you can adapt to all five love languages. Depends on who you with. So let God write your love story. Amen. Bye, y'all. Bye.